ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. African swine fever has devastated pig populations across five continents and is considered one of the top risks to Australian agriculture. And when it hit China and devastated its pork industry, meat prices spiked. But for one of our closest neighbours, East Timor, the impact of disease on everyday Timorese was just as bad. But Australian scientists were there to help. Emma Field reports. I'm at the Fatu Maka Agricultural School at Fidloru, east of Dili, walking through irrigation, set up in Portuguese colonial times. The school is run by priest Padre Locatelli. A prominent figure during the two decades of Timorese resistance against Indonesian occupation. The farm was often raided during that time and he was tortured. But it's not history I've come to see, past the rows of buildings which serve as boarding houses for students and near the free-range chickens, buffalo and a monkey in a cage, are some brand new pig pens. They are part of the battle against African swine fever, which devastated the country in 2019. And a team of Victorian veterinarians, and now Australian government funding, is helping the small island nation build its biosecurity resources in hopes of boosting animal protein production. East Timor's Ministry for Agriculture, Livestock, Fisheries and Forestry Chief Veterinarian, Dr Janita Jong, tells me what happened in November 2019 when they first received reports of African swine fever. At that time, we are facing very difficult situations when we have the report coming from farmers that they have lots of pigs dying in uh, the capital city. Uh, because we are, have very long-standing collaborations with the Department of Agriculture uh, Australia. Um, and then I call them and then I say, uh, can you help me because I have problems here. Uh, we have lots of pigs dying and then we didn't know what the disease uh, there. At the time, China was suffering its second major swine fever outbreak where millions of pigs died and the disease spread to Indonesia, which shares a land border with East Timor. But without any ability to test for the disease, Dr Joanita asked to send a sample to an Australian government lab near Geelong in Victoria. This was just the start of Australia's involvement. When I um, have the results back from uh, Geelong that we have ASF positive, and then I ask our colleagues back there, they said, what I have to do now? At that time, we, we have no preparations at all. We have no equipment, we have no budget, we have no uh, nothing. Uh, in order to stop the, the virus. East Timor's government then made a direct request for continued help from Australia. I got a phone call from Canberra uh, from the guys who had funded us to create a field test called LAMP against African swine fever. And the guys in Canberra uh, said, uh, how's this test going that you've been developing? And we were just about to take it overseas to uh, give it a really good trial. And uh, they said, well, rather than take it to Vietnam, could you uh, go to Timor? 
uh, because we've got a problem. So that's how we wound up in Timor. We were in, in Timor setting up uh, for testing within two weeks. It was uh, pretty full on. That's Agriculture Victoria research leader and pathobiology veterinarian, Professor Grant Rawlin. The lamp test, we could actually run that out of a, a, um, a ute. Uh, and that's how it's designed to use in Australia. Uh, but uh, the trouble with that we had over in Timor was their laboratory was not suited for, uh, if you like, the gold standard, which is PCR, uh, polymerase chain reaction uh, testing. So they didn't have any testing at all for African swine fever. So by us taking our field test over, at least they could uh, actually have their laboratory uh, working on African swine fever. So that's uh, that's how we did it. We uh, took the uh, the actual testing unit is about the size of a of a novel uh, and uh, fully portable. Uh, you can plug it into the into a car charger. He headed to Timor with two other agriculture Victorian specialists, Peter Mee and Diane Phillips. We took what skills we had in those three people and uh, arrived. Uh, met Joe and Eta. Uh, at the airport and within half an hour I realised that everything that I'd planned would not work in Timor. Pork production is vastly different in Timor. There are no large-scale piggeries, subsistence farming is common and there's certainly no cold chain supply network. Plus, most rural households own a pig as they have a very special cultural significance as Dr Joanita explains. Pigs uh, play very important roles in our socio-community in Timor-Leste. Culturally, pig is very important because uh, when we cultural ceremony, uh, it requires live pigs. And also, pigs also uh, support our local farmers because uh, they say that animals, the, the pigs, raising pigs at home, like give them like safe because they have like like a life bank. Anytime they can sell, they can they can get the money. Yeah, they can get if the money. They, yeah, yeah. They, in, in these emergency situations, some of them they are they because they livelihood they just depend on the pigs. Mm. When we visit them, they just crying. They say we lost of the pigs. What we have to do? Soon after, East Timor's Ministry for Agriculture started a publicity campaign to educate farmers and other pig owners about the disease and measures to prevent its spread. This included a special hotline nicknamed the Pig Phone and YouTube videos. Moras Africana Moras Fahinia. Moras African Swine Fever or ASF. And the Australian government was closely watching developments. East Timor is just an hour and a half flight from Darwin. Sniffer dogs are being urgently flown to Darwin in a bid to stop African swine fever from entering the country. Now this comes after several confirmations of the disease in East Timor. For the Agriculture Victoria team, that first visit in 2019 was just the beginning of a biosecurity partnership. Three weeks was the start because when we came back... Uh, Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade came knocking at the door and and said uh, that uh, Timor was very pleased with what we'd done and uh, how could uh, Canberra continue this work. We wound up with uh, three years funding to continue the work on African swine fever because it was still running at that stage uh, on the, and we we're looking at recovery. Uh, that first tranche of funding that was for three years and that was looking at increasing the uh, testing, so uh, making sure the lamp uh, test was continuing and backing all, backing that up, more training in the lamp systems, but also uh, surveillance, getting surveillance out around the country, knowing where that disease was. 
The Victorian government's support included helping the Timorese rebuild their herd, which included rolling out biosecurity pig pens, which was something I saw at the Fatumaka Agricultural School, which were built in locations free of ASF. So those the biosecurity pens that we built, with the, um, we test to see the, whether they're free from ISF mm-hmm. and then distribute to the, biosecurity, the uh, safe destinations. Professor Rowland explains the concept. Is based on really simple biosecurity. Traditionally, a lot of the pigs would be just wandering around foraging. So if you have the pigs that are being uh, kept in a biosecure pen, it's just like a pigsty, but you have a, a second fence around that as long as you don't have, if you like, nose-to-nose contact, the disease stops. We've had cases where uh, we've had um, large losses of African swine fever within metres of the control area, and the disease has not come in. And that has really impressed uh, some of the, uh, the villagers who are now really great supporters of the restocking program. The first outbreak was basically out of control. When it arrived, it went all over the place. Uh, and there were around about 150, 180,000 pigs that died. That affects something like 50,000 families because most families over there have a pig or, or three. Since then, with the surveillance and the testing, the very quick testing, uh, we can diagnose within 24 hours now. We've had another couple of outbreaks of African swine fever up there, and each time we've lost less than 100 pigs. That's the power of the system that these guys now have. And after the success of the ASF regime, Dr Joanita says they're developing new measures against other biosecurity threats. Because we are still free from uh, food and mouth disease and uh, lumpy skin disease, but it is risk, uh, still a high risk to Timor-Leste. That's why we did the support from the Department of Agriculture uh, in Canberra. We have... Uh, uh, regular surveillance every year. This year, we just uh, finalized survey, big survey in all villages along the border. All with the, the border with Indonesia? With Indonesia. So, to proof of freedom for food and mouth disease, lump skin disease, as well as to uh, find out the prevalence of uh, brucellosis. Brucellosis. Yeah, brucellosis. So, so that's another disease. That's another disease that a concern um, to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. To prevent the country from food and mouth disease and lumpy skin disease, we now stop the importations of live animals from Indonesia. Going back to African swine fever, did you learn a lot out of that um, outbreak that you've been able yeah. to? That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We learn a lot, and then uh, luckily that we have this uh, always support from our. Our neighbour countries, which is Australia, is very uh, helpful in our difficult situations. Give us the motivations to to work and to collaborate and yeah, to help our farmers. The biosecurity partnership has been extended. The Australian government announced this year it will provide a further $3.5 million in funding to the Victorian government to continue the work over the next five years. This will extend the Victorians' work to cover other livestock diseases, plus testing of all livestock species. And Timorese veterinarians and researchers will visit Victorian government research facilities to work alongside Australian staff. And Professor Rawlin says his work in Timor has left a deep impression. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, A few of us in the project consider it the pinnacle of our career. 
because we're just using so many of the skills that we've gained over the years. Uh, and can you see the, the impact almost immediately? It's the first time I've ever seen uh, the sort of response we've uh, had to a biosecurity uh, strategy to go from 150, 180,000 pigs dead to 100 at a time. It's, it's just amazing how uh, these things can, uh, can happen. So personally, it's been a really good journey. But we would have achieved nothing without the Timorese. Uh, they have been absolutely brilliant. They worked hard. Uh, they worked smart. Uh, but it's become really quite a close and friendly relationship, uh, very professional, and uh, I, I haven't seen anything like it in my life before.